everyone, this is Dana. Thank you so much for tuning in to the latest episode of the Spark Now podcast. For those of you watching on YouTube, thank you for watching and please remember to press subscribe. On this episode, I'm gonna talk about choosing the correct consequences and implementing them. So we get it. Not every single day in your relationship is going to be rainbows and unicorns and happiness and just beautiful butterflies all the time. That's fine, we get that. And we've all been in a situation where Maybe we've said something that we ended up regretting later or our partner said something. We've all been in a situation where we're gonna say or do something that really should never have been said or done in the first place and it's just something that we need to avoid again in the future. So in order to make sure that those behaviors don't happen again, what we need to do is um, set up consequences. So if you're the recipient of the behavior of something being said or done to you, you need to set up actual harsh, not necessarily harsh, but you have a set of consequences and actually go through with them in order to make sure the behavior doesn't happen. So for example, let's say, um, you know, you're you're just going to go like this. If you do this again, then consequence A will happen when this happens. So if they do it again, immediately you have to go with that consequence. You get it. Now choosing the proper consequence really depends on type of behavior that's happening. For instance, you're not gonna divorce your spouse because they didn't call you when they were gonna be late from coming home from work. You know, you're not gonna be like, oh my gosh, you didn't call me that you're gonna be late again. I'm divorcing you. You're not gonna do that. A proper consequence for that situation would be, oh, you're not gonna come home for, uh, and not call me when you're coming home late from work? Fine, then you're not eating a home-cooked meal tonight. Don't make them a meal. They're gonna come home, make another peanut butter sandwich that they don't wanna make, and then they're gonna go, okay, well, now I know I at least have that respect to call them, so at least I can come home to something better than another crusty old sandwich. Another example of a proper consequence would be you do the laundry for your partner and you tell them every single day, hey, please throw your dirty clothes in the hamper. And they're like, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. But every single day they don't throw them in the hamper, they throw them on the floor. So the proper consequence for that would be like, okay, you know what, you're not gonna listen to me, you're not going to throw them in the hamper, then fine, you do it yourself. Then you just take all of their clothes, throw them somewhere, you don't take care of them, that's it. And then they go, oh crap, okay. I guess I might as well just start putting in the hamper because I just want that to be done. So obviously those are two examples that are more of like lighthearted consequences, uh, situations, you know, those are more of things that are annoying in a relationship. They're not really make or break it in a relationship and they're not super detrimental. But when we do get to those subjects that are detrimental, how do we decide on a proper consequence for those behaviors? How do we decide to choose a consequence for somebody who's abusing drugs or alcohol, who is verbally and physically abusive or somebody who's been cheating. These are all very intense behaviors that 100% can damage your relationship. But not only are they going to damage your relationship, they're going to uh, damage you as an individual receiving all of these negative behaviors or having to witness all of these things going on. So what you have to do if these poor behaviors are happening, you need to make sure that you implement proper, tough, legit consequences and you need to make sure that you stick with them the second a behavior happens. And during this time, you need to remain just strong during the whole process because you can't constantly have to deal with these horrible behaviors. So if your partner's abusing drugs or alcohol, what you need to do is just let them know that they need to just completely stop. You need to sit down and express your concerns to them. Let them know that the abuse is really getting worse, it's getting out of hand, and that it's damaging your relationship. You need to suggest seeking out counseling, 
seeking out proper treatment. Just suggest anything that they need to do in order to make sure that they're not doing these the, these horrible drugs and alcohol. <laughs> Sorry, I mean, these drugs are alcohol. But you need to make sure that they seek proper help to make sure that the abuse stops. And once you have talked to them, you need to sit back and let them respond. If they respond with openness and they go, you know what, you're right. I do need to stop. I am going to seek help and I'm going to do it right now. That's the ultimate best situation for you and what you need to do in, during their time of getting off all of the drugs and alcohol and, and changing themselves. It's not going to be an easy process for them. So what you need to do is you need to be their biggest supporter and their biggest cheerleader and be by them every step of the way, no matter what. And unfortunately, if they don't seek help or if they fall back on the wagon, you might need to temporarily remove yourself from them just because you don't know they, they could be a ticking time bomb. You need to protect yourself. You need to remove yourself from them and let them know that this is what's going to happen if the behavior doesn't stop. And unfortunately, if they still don't get it there and they choose the drugs and alcohol over everything, you might have to make that tough decision and just walk away. Now, verbal abuse can be just as damaging as physical abuse. If you have a partner who is verbally abusive, you need to express your concerns, just like with the other situation. Let them know like, hey, those evil words are destroying our relationship. And let's face it, they're not just destroying your relationship, they're destroying you as a person. Because if you are every day being told you're a B word, an A word, the C word, anything horrible, if you're being told all the time how much of a crappy person you are, and you're being screamed at, it's gonna start wearing at you as an individual and you're actually gonna start believing those things, which is insane. So you need to make sure that you tell them that. Now, if they stop those words, you know, great, you know, stick with them and kind of help them monitor themselves and their, their poor behavior. But if they decide that they don't want to change their behavior, what you need to do for yourself is immediately start to walk away. If they begin to call you names, if they begin to raise your voice, don't, don't respond to them, simply walk away. And if they chase after you, lock yourself in a room or maybe even just leave for a little bit. If they continue the behavior and it's not gonna stop, once again, like the other situation when it's with drugs and alcohol, temporarily remove yourself for a few days, maybe a week or two, stay at a friend or family member's house and then let them see like this is what's going to happen if you don't stop this verbal abuse. Unfortunately, if they continue to do it, you can make that decision if you want to live through verbal abuse, a verbally abusive relationship, or you can make that decision to walk away. And when it comes to physical abuse, in my opinion, in, in Danaville, in this universe that's going on up here in my head, there is absolutely no other option other than calling the police and leaving. End of story, period. There is no, oh, you know, he wasn't thinking or oh you know she was just drunk or no 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 no. if somebody puts their hands on you there is nothing in the universe that needs to go on in your mind other than i'm calling the police because you, you do need to call the police there's no such thing as someone punching you in the face for no reason or for any reason unprovoked and then them going oh you know they're just misunderstood absolutely not they're gonna do it to you they're gonna do it to somebody else call the police have them take care of that person leave never look back I don't care if you share a house together I don't care if you have kids together if you have kids together remove the children get away from them file for divorce if you have all of oh well, well all my stuff is at the house I don't care get somebody 
to come over to the house and pack everything for you. Do not be in a physically abusive relationship ever. Lastly, if you discover that your partner is cheating on you, it's another situation that is just so huge and damaging, like everything you know that I mentioned earlier. But if you discover that they've cheated on you, what you need to do is you need to remove yourself for a couple of days at least, just to kind of process everything you found out. You need to just, you know, don't sit there and question why they did it. They did it because they are, in my opinion, someone who cheats is just, I'm gonna actually curse for once. They're just an asshole, they're a selfish asshole. I don't care how unhappy they are or whatever. You don't need to question why they would do that. You have, there's your answer right there. They're an asshole, that's why they did it. But what you need to do is when you find out that, if, you know, if they are cheating and if you find that out, remove yourself, stay with a friend or a family member and think to yourself and answer honestly. Do I want to stay with this person? Can I ever forgive them? Can I ever trust them again? If you make that decision that you go, yes, I do want to stick it out with them. I do want to stay with them. I can forgive them and I can trust them. You need to sit down and you know talk to them and then ask them point blank, do you want to stay with me? Hopefully, after all the damage they've already done, they don't continue to cause more damage and lie to you. Hopefully they're honest. And if they say, you know, yes, I, I do want to continue to make this work, then okay, you need to lay out some ground rules. You know, you might, you, you're gonna have to baby them for a little bit. No phone, you know, we're, we're gonna share a phone for the next year. Um, there's no more going out, no more separate boys nights or no more separate girls nights, no more anything other than you go to work, you come home, work on the relationship together, that's it. You need to seek out proper assistance, whether it's from a, a marriage counselor, a, a pastor, a close friend or family member, a, a mentor, somebody who can be open and honest with you both and give you both strategies that will help you grow together and heal together. Now, if you are sitting there by yourself, so let's go back to the beginning, uh, not beginning, but like, go back to the beginning of this example now if you're sitting there you're talking to yourself and you ask yourself do i want to stay with them and you answer no i i don't want to stay with them because i know for a fact i will never be able to trust them again and i will never be able to forgive them and you just tell them go to them be like hey i can't live with you this relationship is over and then you need to walk and if they're going to come back to you a million times over don't let a moment of weakness allow them to come back in. You need to remain strong during that process because there might be a time where they come and say, and this isn't just for cheating now, this is for anything else, uh, verbal, physical abuse, um, and drug and alcohol abuse. You know, there's gonna be times where they come to you and they say, oh, I'm changed, look at me, I'm a changed person. I haven't touched uh, whiskey or vodka in three months and I haven't, you know, I, I've been seeking help for this, that, this, that. You need to be strong. You need to understand that you left for a reason. And unfortunately, a lot of times from my personal experience, people don't necessarily change. Not all people, because there are people who make these like miraculous growths and then they, they're able to change. But for the most part, I've witnessed that people don't really change. And if you do make a decision ever to leave, then you need to stick with your gun, be alone, don't allow that person back into your life and just be strong for yourself and grow for yourself. Creating and implementing proper boundaries is so important for any relationship. They make sure that certain behaviors are not done again. It establishes, you know, here are the boundaries and this is what's gonna happen. 
that if you cross the boundary, so it establishes proper boundaries, and it also helps to ensure that you're not gonna be walked all over. Hey, if you do this, then I'm gonna do this to you. you you're not gonna get away with it. It's not gonna happen. Now, unfortunately, none of us are perfect. We're all human, so there's gonna be times where there's gonna be a slip up here or there. Be understanding of the slip ups, but also still implement those proper consequences to let them know that even slip ups are not allowed in these situations. And whether or not you decide to stay in the relationship and stick it out and hope that they change, or if you decide to leave, to make sure to remember that your emotional and overall inner health, uh, mental and emotional health is so important and it is so detrimental to not just your relationship, but to you as an individual and you are always worth it. So please keep that in mind and remember that if there's ever a situation where someone puts your hands on you, call the police and leave. I cannot stress that enough. I don't understand it. Anyways, tangent done. Alrighty guys, that's all I have for today. I love you all dearly and I will talk to you soon. See you later. Thank you so much for listening to the latest episode of the Spark Now podcast. I would love if you guys could follow me on social media just to see what I'm up to on a day-to-day basis. My Instagram handle, my personal Instagram handle is Dana Lynn Spark, and my business one is Spark Now, and you can also find me on Facebook at Spark Now. I hope you guys have a great day, and I'll talk to you soon.